You're listening to Past and Present, the Colonial Williamsburg podcast. Hi, welcome to the podcast. I'm Harmony Hunter. If you're familiar with Colonial Williamsburg, then you know that our mission is that the future may learn from the past. That's a mission that the Colonial Williamsburg Teacher Institute takes very literally as they put teaching tools in the hands of teachers. This year, they celebrate 25 years of supporting educators. Joining us now are Cynthia Burns and Diane Claypool, some of the individuals involved in the very earliest days of the Teacher Institute. Cynthia, Diane, thank you for being here today. Thank you. Happy to be here. Well, Cynthia, let's introduce you first and talk about your role with the Colonial Williamsburg Teacher Institute. What has your part been um, in the inception and... uh, in following years. 25 years ago, actually let's go 35 years ago, I came to Colonial Williamsburg as an interpreter straight out of the middle school classroom. I was so impressed with the training that we received and my next question was, tell me about your teacher program, tell me about your teacher program. And my director said, "Uh, we, we don't have one. And I said, but you've got to have a teacher program. And she said, well, why don't you do that? And so uh, slogging along over 10 years, getting people's ears, and more importantly, getting those folks who were willing to support financially that kind of an effort. In 1990, we had the first Teacher Institute. And that's where Diane comes in. You were one of the first teachers who brought some of these educator tools into the classroom. Talk to us about your uh, early experience with the Teacher Institute. Well, I was. I wasn't part of the very first group. I was part of the second group in 1991. And I remember hearing about um, applying for this and thinking, oh, that just sounds fabulous that I could use that so much in my classroom. And when I found out I was accepted, I was just thrilled. As a teacher, you seldom have an opportunity like this that it was a week and it was all paid for. I couldn't, that never happens to teachers, just never. And we were treated so well. We got to go like backstage to see all of the things that made Colonial Williamsburg happen. And I learned so much, met so many fabulous people. And it, I could, can truthfully say it changed my life. So when we talk about the Colonial Williamsburg Teacher Institute, One of the things that we're talking about is what you've just described, is this on-site component. That's probably the the landmark, really the pillar of the Institute, is that teachers come out here to Williamsburg, to Colonial Williamsburg, and spend a week with us here doing some intensive training. Talk to us about that experience, uh, what the components were, and and what that did for your teaching once you went back to the classroom. Well, it was just wonderful. Not only did we go into the, the various shops and see how things worked, but then we got to go, like I said before, sort of backstage and find out how they did that. And they gave us so many good ideas for ways that we could translate this into our classrooms. So I went back to my classroom, took all this information, which was just so interesting to me. And I, my school's name is Landel's School, or was. I'm retired now, but my school was Landel's. And so we built what we called Landelsburg instead of Williamsburg, Landelsburg. And we had a big multi-purpose room. We made the different interiors of the buildings out of refrigerator boxes, which we opened up and painted. Um, every one of the students took on a persona, and they had to to write a 
report about their person. They, uh, we taught them how to speak colonial English. We taught them the dances. We taught the militia how to drill. Um, what else? Oh, costumes, yes. We've figured out the costumes for everybody and gave them opportunities. I bought the Colonial Williamsburg boys' hats, and we had the girls, the mothers, make mop caps. And we just did it all. And then for one day, we all lived in Landelsburg. All the rest of the students from the school came through to see us, and they either got to see the dancing or the militia drill. We built a cannon. Um, and all the other fifth grades from the school district had a little field trip over, and they got to see it. It's, so it was spectacular. It really delightful was. delightful to hear about as an adult. I can only imagine the impression this must have made on the children. You know, you're so right. I see kids now that were in my class, and they don't remember that they had to memorize their times tables. They don't remember the science they remember Landelsburg. That's delightful, Cynthia. And what Diane has, uh, it, this is all true, but there was an additional component to this. Some of us from back here yes. were <laughs> invited out to see the students, and so we went, and we also invited the donor sponsors. They were there all day that day, and I think that more than anything else helped this idea of donor support spread out and grow. Uh, it was truly wonderful. They were so impressed at what the students had accomplished, what Diane had accomplished in the classroom. One of the early statements in our first kind of like throw it out there and see what happens was to have teachers experience early American history where it actually occurred. So these fifth grade teachers who perhaps don't get that background in college had the opportunity to be here on site for seven days. We started at Jamestown. We ended at Yorktown. We were in Williamsburg for just about five days of really in-depth immersion in early American history. And we were so fortunate because throughout the historic area, you know, we had tradesmen speak to us. We had folks from research speak to us. We, it was just um, over-the-top in quality and so, so great for the teachers and to see them just go, wow, that's not what my history book says. Ooh, I'm gonna do that differently. Cynthia, the on-site program is only one component of the resources that Colonial Williamsburg Teacher Institute provides. What are some of the other tools that you're trying to get into the hands of educators to help let this history echo out? With the arrival of digital media in the classroom, every teacher who participates in the Teacher Institute uh, gets an electronic field trip subscription. That's one thing right there. We, while they are on site, we enroll them and literally physically go with them if there are some issues getting, getting connected. We enroll them in our teacher community, and that's an ongoing uh, resource for teachers. They can access media. They can access uh, primary documents. They can access prints, um, and that goes on and on as long as they wish choose to access it 
Access. And these are lesson plans that are co coordinated with state standards as well, is that Absolutely. right? Absolutely. That's tremendous to think that a teacher in any state can pick these up and use them in the classroom. And all of our participating teachers are enrolled in the Teacher Gazette throughout the school year. Once a month, they get a Teacher Gazette that features a primary source of the month. Uh, there's a lesson there. There's new uh, historic research, uh, just new information. That they, that they have access to no matter how long ago they came to Teacher Institute. We put an obligation on these teachers. When you go back, spread the word. Present to your school, present to your district. So it's wonderful to think that the teachers are, are bringing the message to students, but they're also helping teach other teachers and help this history um, reach, reach even farther than it otherwise might have. In addition to the, all the changes it made for the students, it changed me. I became the social studies expert for my district. I was the person that you went to for any grade level. I ended up, after retiring, I wrote curriculum for the county, social studies curriculum for all grade levels for the county. And it, none of that would have happened had it, had it not been for my teacher institute. What we saw happen to teachers here on site, they learned that history could be real and immediate, that it could be hands-on, and they could do those things in the classroom. You know, I was going to ask you, thinking back over 25 years, to think about how the Teacher Institute has changed, but it occurs to me as we're speaking that maybe the core things are the ones that haven't changed and are the ones that remain the most powerful. What you talked about, about hands-on, immediate history, that, that, that real immersion and the, and the talking to experts here. Would you say that's true? That is still true. The program has changed. We have seen standards change. We have seen national history standards come forward. And now we are connecting and plugging into the Common Core uh, objectives and getting teachers to help us address that. And um, so, yes, we change, but bottom line is you're here and we do what we can do best here. Well, every teacher listening is going to be dying to know where they can find out more. What's the website? <laughs> www.history.org. Look to the little thing on the left that says Teacher Resources. And even if you have not been here for Teacher Institute, there are teacher resources there for you. I believe you can find those quickly at history.org slash teach Sounds good. Well. So thank you so much for thank being you. with us today. It's been a delight talking to you both. Thank you. We're always glad to hear from you. Send comments or suggestions from our webpage at podcast.history.org or find us on Facebook. To support the podcast and other Colonial Williamsburg programs, visit history.org slash donate.